Welcome to a There It Is podcast mini episode, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration with a quick tip. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for giving us a listen today. This is mini episode number 15, which means we have 14 other mini episodes in the feed. So go give those a listen. Today's topic is auditioning for improv teams. Now, there are a lot of different theaters, so there are a lot of different ways that auditions are run. From theater to theater, things can be wildly different from what you are familiar with. One theater might be casting a full team of players. Another may not even be casting teams, but performers to use however they see fit. And another theater may only have one or two open spots, so they're casting to fill spots on a specific team or two. Point is, there are a bunch of scenarios, so I can't speak to the specifics of how it works out at your theater. However, I can offer some basic tips that would hopefully help, regardless of what theater you are at. I'm going to talk about how you can prep, the mindset to have going into the audition, and what you can do after the audition is done. So here are my thoughts. In many cases, auditioners are coming right out of classes, having completed the curriculum needed to be eligible to audition. Some people are coming out of having performed the previous season, and if you're coming out of classes or a season of regularly performing at the theater, then you're pretty steeped in the vibe and style of that theater. But if you're going into auditions after a long spell of not doing improv, it may not be a bad idea to get a couple shows or practice sessions in just to knock off the rust. That's certainly not necessary, though. The very fact that someone hasn't thought about improv in a while might be what helps them in their audition. Regardless of where you're coming from, remind yourself not to get in your head about it. You know how to do improv, so don't overthink it. Tip two, what mindset should you have going in? I think that no matter the stakes, you should treat it like the stakes aren't high. I say that mostly because in most cases, they're not really any stakes. We freak out about auditions for some reason, but your career isn't going to live or die on this one audition. For most people in the world, improv is just a fun thing they do to pass the time. Even if you're auditioning for your career, you're going to have other opportunities to further your career. So again, don't get in your head about it. Getting cast on a house team isn't the only way to gain notoriety. Look at Alana Glaser and Abby Jacobson. They said, well, we're not getting on a house team at UCB, so we're going to create our own thing. And they did. And that's how they furthered their career. So the same could be true for you as well. Don't put so much on this one audition that you end up not even being able to show who you are in the audition. Tip three, meditate. It can help you get centered. Now, I didn't say meditate to calm down because some people like to use their nerves to perform, but if you don't perform well when you're nervous, then meditation may work. But regardless whether you are someone who likes to use the nervousness or if it just ruins you to be nervous when you're going into a situation like that, Meditating helps you stay present, which is very important to improv. So find a basic meditation that you can do. We have one with Jessica Broadbeck that is 
in the feed, we have the bonus episode of that. That is just the meditation. It's a simple body scan, and I actually use it a lot before shows, and I always feel like I am a better listener, that I'm more present, I'm paying more attention, I'm noticing more things when I do that meditation before a show. Tip number four, know the fundamentals you've been taught at your theater. Look at notes you took in classes or any information your instructors gave you so you can refresh your memory of them. Refreshers like that can center you and remind you of the fundamentals and give you something to consciously do when you're performing. A lot of times it's easy to forget the basics. So when you have reminded yourself of those basics, you can go, oh yeah, just listen. I'm on the sidelines, just listen to what's going on in the scene. Pay attention, you know, something like that. It's so easy to get in your head about how to do improv, quote unquote, right. So don't let this tip make you overthink. If you feel like you're getting in your head while you're going over the notes, put the notes down. Take a walk to clear your head and remind yourself that you know how to do improv. You know your theater's fundamentals. You got this. Similar to that, tip number five is think about your own fundamentals for performing. What makes you, you? What is your comedic voice? Don't bury your unique voice. Let it shine. That's always the best in any situation or audition. So be confident in your voice. Don't get in the way of it. Tip number six, don't let your shine come at the expense of being a team player. Being supportive will stand out just as much as being the funniest person in the room. So don't steamroll. Just listen, support, help provide context, set people up to shine, and edit scenes. That will go a long way with the people auditioning you. Tip number seven, post-audition, what do you do? Well, know that regardless of what happens, you still did a thing, and that's cool. If you get cast on a team, great. If you don't, hey, you still put yourself out there, and that's something. It's easy to say, don't take it to heart that you didn't get cast, but it's hard not to be disappointed. It's totally fair to be disappointed. It's fair to be sad and bummed about not getting cast. It's fair to think that they made a mistake because you're good enough to be cast. Of course you're good enough to be cast. It's not fair to take that disappointment out on anyone, not yourself or the theater or the people who got cast. In most cases, it just came down to the people who had chemistry and or how many spots were open. Now, if something legitimately unfair and bogus happened in the casting process, like favoritism, then that's worth being critical of. That's worth calling out. But if it was a fair audition and you didn't get cast, it's not right to lash out at anyone. Take the time to process your feelings in a healthy way and keep moving forward. Tip eight. Next steps if you don't get cast. Set up your own gigs. Lots of theaters still have stage time that you can fill up. Pitch a show. Ask the artistic director if your indie team can get a spot. Find other spaces to perform and book shows there. Take more classes. Set up a practice group. There's no reason to stop doing improv if you want to keep going. So keep going. And for the last tip, I'm actually going to address theaters for a second. There have been plenty of people in big cities who auditioned five or so times and didn't get cast. Artistic directors, come on. There's no way you couldn't ever place them somewhere in five auditions. It's not your responsibility to protect people's feelings. This is life. We're adults. I get it. But if someone is so invested 
in your theater to the point that they'd audition even after not being cast a few times, you should cultivate that talent. Don't let it squander. Don't just keep not casting them and then ignore their presence in your community. These are valuable members of your community, and there's no reason you can't get them on your stage in some capacity. So if there's someone who came out three times and didn't get cast, give them a guest spot on some show or suggest they pitch a show or something. Just get them on stage. Give them a chance to represent the community. Well, those are my tips for auditioning for improv teams. Thanks for listening to this mini episode. It's the last one we're doing for a while. All episodes of the podcast, many or otherwise, are available on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash there it is. We upload old episodes and new ones throughout the week. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Jason Farr Jokes and on Instagram at Jason Farr Picks. Also subscribe to our Comedy Lifestyle newsletter, a newsletter that's free, comes out every Monday, and it is designed for people pursuing comedy. You can also support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 